Hey guys, I'm Jackie Brubaker, host and author of That Girl, the Podcast, where each week we talk about the coming of age at any age. That Girl, the Podcast is based on That Girl, the Novel, which is on Amazon to download, listen to, or buy the paperback of. You can also follow us on Instagram at That Girl, the Podcast and our Patreon page. Welcome to the Animal Hour. This is Blue, right? our host. <laughs> It's like caught in the, uh, domesticated cats in the wild. <laughs> domesticated cats in the wild. Um, hey guys, welcome to That Girl, the podcast. I'm Jackie Brubaker, your host, and this is my guest, best friend, long-term best friend. Oh, well, that sounds weird. Long-term. Um, long-term best friend, Michael Ryback. He's a musician and awesome, and we're going to talk about chapter awesome. five. Yay. <laughs> and this is Blue, obviously. He's the studio cat. He's with us all the time now. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Anyway, so chapter five, mm-hmm. let's just start with kind of what came up for you. Like, when you listen to it, just things that have happened to you in the past, or what it, you know, what it, what it make you think? <laughs> Ooh, well, I think there was definitely a, number, a couple themes that um, pop out um, when you first read or listen to the to, to this uh, chapter. I feel like the first one was just in a modern day era of dating, the um, ambiguous nature <laughs> yes. of whether going out with someone is a date or it's not a date, or if it's a, like a casual hangout, mm-hmm. or if it's like a business. Right. Is this like an actual business hang? Because they are in the same industry and she wants to work and be like him, essentially, be like Mm -hmm. Ezra. But yeah, it's like, oh, I know you used to feel that a lot when I was in the music industry. (laughs) I used to be like, oh, this isn't a date because, you know, he and I are in the same industry. We have the same friends. We're just going to go see a band. Yeah. And then at the end of the date that I didn't know I was on, they would try to kiss me and I'd be like, wait, what? No, that thought we were just... Colleagues. Anyway, that's I'm a whole sh- other topic. But. I'm sure. Yeah, in your position, <laughs> very different for women. <laughs> being a being a woman, I'm sure that it's like even more um, unsettling at times or a little very confusing. Ambiguous. Yeah. I think I've definitely gone. I feel like I've gone on a couple dates where I'll go to a show with somebody, and it's like I I, I don't know if we're going as friends or not quite yet. And um, being a musician, I'd like you know, especially in the past when I play more shows, and. Um, it's like you naturally want to take someone to like a show, go somewhere where you something like there's a mutual interest there, you know? Right. No, totally. So. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so, th- so Ezra and that girl, <laughs> uh, do go to a show mm-hmm. with an artist that he's written for and she's just like totally starstruck for someone who works with celebrities She's totally starstruck and just like, oh my gosh, this is the world I want to live in. I want to be like these people backstage and all these other writers. And like the thing that I think, um, listening back to it really like hits me is how much you, um, want to be taken seriously as a musician when you're not quite at that professional level yet. Um, how did you feel about that? About her position going to the uh, going Just, to the show. Yeah, like how did, have you ever been in that situation um, where maybe you were with somebody who was more accomplished, and you're like, "Wow, I feel these feelings." What were those feelings? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't think I would necessarily feel. Um, maybe I, I don't know if I've been in a position where I felt intimidated by it, but I feel I I think there is a, a certain 
Like it's a combination of being maybe a little bit more nervous. Yeah. Maybe a little, maybe you're also trying to soak in a little knowledge from this position that you're in, or you kind of use it maybe as inspiration, or maybe you feel, or maybe even feel, put a more of a positive spin on it. And you feel like, well, maybe there's a reason why I'm here and um, I'm not, this is, this person's maybe a little bit more where I want to be and maybe that'll rub off rub off on me a little bit. Yeah. You know? Oh, I completely agree with that. I've absolutely yeah. felt that way before too. Like almost kind of like you've got a really great wingman <laughs> to like move you around to like introduce you to the right people. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I don't know if it's really a good thing or a bad thing, but I think most areas of, um, whether it's entertainment or whether it's like, um, other types of, of work for people, I'm sure there's a certain amount of like networking it's kind of oh yeah, it's <laughs> I mean, necessary. I spent ten plus years doing just that, <laughs> just networking at shows every night. But yeah, I I don't know if in with with that girl if she I, I wasn't sure if she felt it seemed like she felt more comfortable in that position than maybe a lot of people would. Mm-hmm. But I think she was also distracted by Ezra maybe a little bit in terms of their connection more than anything. Right? Oh yeah, that's no, what I, th- I got from. I mean, have you ever felt like that on a date where you were you were just super distracted by that person and maybe you were kind of like in your body and also not in your body at the same time? Yeah, but that's kind of like the, usually the ones that are the most memorable and right, the ones that right. you, you want to keep going. <laughs> well, definitely. She definitely yeah. wants to keep going with this one. She's at the end of the chapter talks about like when you know, you know, like is it that moment when that kiss and like, you know, have you ever felt like you just knew with someone? Um, I think so. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> he has been married before, so I think uh, that's a yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like every long-term relationship I've been in, typically there was like a first date um, where it was pretty apparent, at least in, like from my, from my experiences, where the first date or, or hangout or whatever it was, what, it, there was definitely... Um, it just felt like it was already clicking and falling into place in a way where I could see um, that this was gonna was gonna be kind of a natural progression to something long term. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It's maybe that's just me. It's like typically it's like you kind of know very very quickly, and if and if something goes against that, it's very confusing. <laughs> Gosh, isn't <laughs> you know? that the truth? I mean, well, it's, she also kind of questions in a previous chapter, like about when to throw in the towel on her own career and makeup and like how do you know when you're supposed to leave something um which we talked about in a previous episode but it's the same idea it's like clearly she's having a very difficult time trusting herself (laughs) which is pretty human and I think the older we get the more we do trust ourselves but it's the same idea as like well I don't know about my career but you know here's this person too like am I supposed to feel a certain something and then I just know absolutely or is it something different? Mm-hmm. Do you think um, um, in, in your story was, is there a very, is like Ezra's um, intention very clear cut in your mind for, for his character, like from the, that, that call? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. No, he's very clear cut. I mean, you'll have to read the story, the, the novel to actually know what happens, but, um, yeah, I don't want to give anything. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, away, it's but. very clear, uh, what his, uh, role is and you will find out what that is. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, have you ever dated someone you felt out of your league with? 
because I think that she feels out of her league a little bit with Ezra. Mm-hmm. I think she's like, whoa, this is a lot. You are so confident. You are so this and this and that. Um, yeah, have you ever done that? You know, I think in, in a lot of ways, um, I've probably felt like that a couple times. There's always been a little bit of, and maybe um, if you're the type of person that, you know, I, I think a lot of people want, they, they find something attractive in somebody that um, they themselves would like to see in themselves. So in a lot of ways, I, I'm, I mean, I, I'm sure I have where it's, it's probably happened a couple times where I feel like um, there's a certain, also there's a certain excitement where it's like, wow, this person actually seems to appreciate me and seems to like me and we're getting along. Mm-hmm. And they maybe, and maybe they are a little bit out of, out of my league in terms of um, n- numerous things. So um, yeah, I, I guess I, I, I guess I have. Yeah. yeah. Have you continued the relationship or have you felt that you needed to end it because of that? I've typically, like, I've typically continued it. I've never ended something because I felt like this person was out of my league and, and, and I, um, felt so uncomfortable by that, that, that I ended it. No, I guess I haven't. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's good. That's good. I think that's a really strong character point, um, characteristic <laughs> of someone. Yeah. That's also, I mean, that's kind of like, I think for most, uh, guys that would be very hard to, um, I think that would be hard to process for a lot of guys, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, I dated someone briefly a long time ago, and he, we were young. I mean, we were really, really young, like 20s. And I remember he he did break up with me because I had been nominated for my first Emmy, and I was a little bit younger than most, and he was totally intimidated by it. And Mm. he also wasn't doing very well in his career. He just... We were all just kind of starting, you know, and Mm -hmm. I just happened to have gotten very lucky. Maybe that's not the word, but, you know, I was fortunate. And, uh, yeah, no, he he did break up with me, and I was so shocked and hurt and also just confused, like, well, what does it matter? But it does matter because – and I do think, especially with men, it is a little bit harder um, if you're – girlfriend or the person you're dating is making more money or Mm -hmm. if they are just more successful faster than you are, you know, if you're just not equally yoked. Um, And it can be difficult. Um, There are also some guys who love that and they're like, please go be the breadwinner. I'm okay with that. And that's, that's them. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. And I think I've been in the position where maybe um, I've always tried to continue the relationship, but I have been challenged by, let's say my significant other making more money mm-hmm. um, or um, being more successful in certain areas. It, it does kind of like either like it'll partially motivate me because yeah. I've been there before, but then I've also been in the, in the place where it's like, it does kind of, there is this feeling of um, wanting to be adequate in the relationship in terms right. of those, of those, like uh, in those areas. So yeah, I, I think it's definitely been tough, but I don't think it has ever like scared me away from, well, you are you are much braver than most men in LA. I will just put that there. Blue also got up to stand yeah, I know, up I like, and give you a standing ovation for that. I was wondering if he was going to leave. If he just couldn't. Hear, he didn't want to hear it. He's like, oh, I'm so done. No, he just wants to go see up with mommy. Aww. Okay. Um, have you ever had a magical date like 
that girl and Ezra do. <laughs> we'll stop petting the cat. <laughs> so. uh, um, uh, that's, that's so personal. <laughs> well, you don't have to explain everything, but have you ever had a magical date where you're just like, you know, angels are singing and like, you know, fireworks. I actually went on a date once where I kid you not, there were, there were actual shooting stars. Like it was so magical and he still didn't want to be with me. So it was cool. Um, <laughs> but it was incredibly magical. I made a really good friend. Let me tell the story real fast and you can think of yours or figure out which one you want to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, I went out with this boy and this was going on for like a while and we went to Malibu and we ended up hanging out with some of his friends and had the best, best afternoon ever, ever. And I ended up meeting this really amazing woman who she's kind of like, she's kind of like a role model to me. Whenever I see her on Instagram, we're very like, um, supportive of each other's posts and life. And I'm just like, always like, yes, you're just killing it. I love you so much. But so I met her there, but we, you know, I was so, so madly infatuated, infatuated with this boy and he just wasn't. And yeah, with the end of the date, all of us are on like the porch in Malibu looking up at the stars and there are shooting stars going by and I'm like, oh my God, it was so magical. Yeah. I still remember it. Out of this world. Like literally out of this world. It was literally out of this world. (laughs) At least I left with an amazing girlfriend. There you go. Yeah. She's great. And her mom and my mom look alike. It's freaky. So this was in like a group setting too. Yeah. You said there were other like, like friends there and stuff. Yeah. It was, it was great. Okay. So magical date. Well, I mean, I think for me, like usually the most magical dates are the most, um, like almost like simplistic and un- and unexpected and so unplanned. True. So true. Um, or unconventional, you know, where it's mm-hmm. like something maybe not necessarily just going out to dinner or, or a movie or something like that, but you end up um, kind of being spontaneous. And um, but I, I don't know. I think I had like like way long. You probably, I mean. I'm not name any names, but like yeah, one of the we don't name names or <laughs> shows on this show. <laughs> like I had a first, I guess it was technically it was like a first date, and it but it was when I I literally met this met this girl, invited her to a party I was throwing that I had not planned yet. <laughs> you threw the party for her to. I come? threw the party so that she would have so I had a reason to what? ask her out. So I feel like I know who this is. We've known each other for like yeah. 20 years. So like we basically are like related at this point. So I'm, a lot of I, moments that like overlap <laughs> in terms of our lives, I'm sure. Right. But yeah. Okay. And so that was, and it, but it was like wonderful because we did really hit it off. So, yeah. but anyway, yeah, I like invited her to this party and then I went I back to my, my home and then I, my roommate I was like, okay, so, and we like with my roommate and I, we had, we had just moved into this house that we knew we were going to be throwing a few like get-togethers and parties, and I forgot if, we might have had one already. So um, I told him like, "Hey, let's throw another party like next week or whatever, whatever it was in, in a week or so." And he's like, "Okay, sure." And <laughs> and and he was like really down to to go ahead and do it, but it was yeah. it was like literally, um, and it was literally because I wanted an excuse to invite her over and have like some kind of fun environment to bring her into in a group setting and. Um, and she, she, yeah, and she came and, and we ended up hitting it off and we dated for a couple of years after that. (laughs) So so I always think about that being like, and it was just like, we had a a really good time and, um, I know it's not like a conventional first date, but it kind of was. It was a first date. Because it's like, I took her to a party, just happened to be at my house that I threw technically to uh, (laughs) lure her into my life. (laughs) Come into the house. That is um, amazing. Um, then, I, I know yeah. who that is, yeah. What's that? I know who that yeah, is. Yeah, you know who that is. 
And nice that, girl. But I, and I also think um, just like a simple, um, like a simple picnic, or you know, we talked about this recently, and mm-hmm. in, in like in in like today's world where we're kind of limited by what <laughs> we can do, as everyone knows. <laughs> where, yeah. But that kind of those limitations actually can make you more creative and more. Um, romantic and a simple like picnic at your local park can actually be more memorable watching the sunset and um and enjoying each other company is actually i think the most magical um of agreed (laughs) okay have you ever thought you needed to focus on work more and kept yourself from having a relationship it's a good question um have i ever really thought that before you know i i feel like i've I feel like I've had to focus on myself mm-hmm. um, and stay away from relationships. Um, but as far as work goes, I don't think I've ever been the type to feel like that hinders my my work. Um, I think, if anything, if I'm into something that feels healthy, I feel like it adds to my um, to my drive and to um, getting whatever whatever it is I need done. I mean maybe that doesn't necessarily always work that way, but I think mm-hmm. my own in my own with my own personality, I, I've never actually shied away from a relationship because of trying to um, accomplish more um, with my goals and with work. So I, that's never, yeah, I don't think that's ever been in me to, Damn, to do that. You're so healthy. I, I think it's I, very I don't know if that maybe that's not healthy. No, no, though. no. I think that's really, really, really healthy. Um it's weird because I've never interviewed you before and now I'm interviewing you and it's fascinating how healthy <laughs> my best friend is. <laughs> it, I'm healthy is that, too. Is that healthy? But like I said, that's maybe I'm, maybe that's, maybe that stunted my um, career in some ways. I, I don't know. But I feel like if, if anything, if you're mm. in, some, in something healthy, mm. like, like in, in, at least in my, um, maybe in a very like, um, in, in, in a perfect world, you know, as a, as a, you're going to help each other out and it's going right. to, you're going to, try to attain these goals together. Um, even if, but then and realistically is does that really happen or is it going to be more distracting? Um, and you never know because life yeah. is full of mysteries and I'm, I'm sure I have been distracted. Yeah. I mean, when yeah. I got married, I think that did distract me from my music, yeah. um, quite a bit to the point where I really wasn't, and it wasn't like she was doing anything to try to hold me down. Mm-hmm. She was supportive of it, but just naturally whatever it was, in our dynamic, it did kind of distract me from yeah. writing and working and still putting my energy into it. And the band I had um, essentially broke up. And right. So I guess. <laughs> so, so there's an example there's of how a, it didn't work. Right. There's a balance. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, you obviously know this, but, but yeah. yeah, no, I've used work pretty much my entire life as kind of like an excuse not to get involved. There was a period. So it's interesting. So like we met when I was 17, my first day of college. And, um, (laughs) 10 years ago, 10 years ago, (laughs) so long. And, um, I had serious relationships consistently. Well, I mean, really just with two people, (laughs) um, until I was 25. And then after 25, I really like, we dated for like college and then I dated another one of, he's still a really good friend of mine, um, for years after. Speaking of, of us dating, what was our first date since we're talking about first dates? Oh. Well, uh, I don't remember our first date, but I certainly remember giving you all three of my numbers at once. So I was like, here's my pager, here's my <laughs> phone and here's my cell, cell phone. phone. So please, you know, oh, and I didn't even say, 
I didn't say like I want to hang out with you. I said we should jam someday. That's right, you did. You did like say that. the nerd but, I am. And I don't know if we ever actually jammed. <laughs> no, I, I, I think, mean we did write many yeah, records together. Yeah, we ended together. up like <laughs> definitely like yeah worked on a lot of music over the years. Yes, um, <laughs> my but main initially. Writer. In that in that uh, stage of getting to know each other, I th- it might have been Chinese food that we went to get. At really? The, yeah, I think oh, at the man. Frontier Walk was that. Oh well, Frontier Walk in Burbank is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that was a first or second date, or co- <laughs> it was a, might have been coffee, something like that. But gosh, that's I sorry. Thinking. I had to like bring that up because we're talking about first dates, and it just seemed like oh well. Well, I, I wasn't a magical date. Clearly, I don't remember, but I do yeah, remember. Um, and I, I went over this in like when you first see someone or meet someone you kind of know, um, you were definitely the person you, I said two people, maybe two people, you and someone else, um, were absolute people where I was on my first day of college with my only friend, and we were watching a flood of students walk by. And I really did point to him in a crowd as they were walking by and said, who's that? My friend's like, Oh, I actually know him. And that's how we met. Like I was, it makes I was, a guy feel special. Yeah, when you put I was it like very that. aggressive. <laughs> so, when it comes to work and then staving off a relationship, I had all these very serious, like, live-in boyfriends, you know, for the beginning of my twenties, and then at twenty-five, I just suddenly was like, "Work is everything. I want to make a lot of money. I want to just work on music and just really work in my music career." And so, I was just constantly out. I was. Also, mm-hmm. like, you know, semi in love with someone for years that was, like, never going to happen. And so that kind of also kept me – and I had, like, you know, situationships, and I dated here and there. But, like, I really didn't let anyone come in because I was so focused on work. And I am a complete workaholic and absolutely don't want to get distracted by other things. But now I have since grown up and found balance, and I can understand how to have a relationship and also be mm-hmm. successful at the same time. But that was a huge hindrance for me. Yeah. So, I mean, when I talk about that in the book, I'm absolutely raising my hand, and that's me. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess at that age, for you and for probably most people, really, I could see how um, it's hard to juggle um, the work that goes into a relationship and the work that goes into your career and your passions I, and your yeah. goals. I just wanted it so badly that I was like, I just don't want another person to take away or, you know, distract me. Talk about Nashville artists <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, wow. okay. So, so I, I met this, I did actually meet someone at a listening party the same way that she meets Ezra and he is a very successful, nice guy, <laughs> successful, um, mainly country songwriter and um he was just in so like when I talk about um her getting introduced to all of these people at the Staples Center um that's what he did that night actually he just introduced me to like all of these really important people and it was really great um he was really really into me in like a romantic way and I just wasn't yeah really sweet guy he actually ended up meeting his wife um (laughs) I feel like I'm that person it's like you meet me and then you meet your significant other right after he did meet her like a six months later or three months later or something. They're really happy and he's still very successful. So good on you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've actually discussed this on a podcast yet. So the lead is not me. It is based upon experiences I've had. 
Mm. Um, loosely based. Um, some of this is true fiction. Some of it is not. But you'll just have to figure out which one it is. Or keep listening to the podcast and I'll just keep telling you <laughs> what's real and what's not. Um, but she has no description. She has no name because I wanted her not to be me, first of all. But I wanted her to be someone that anyone could read about and think that could be me. And I can imagine myself in it because no one has already said like, oh, she has this color hair and this color skin. And I kind of keep most of the characters a little descriptionless. Um, Ryan has pretty much description, but it's very little. And if you read it too fast, you'll miss it. Um, because I really do want people to just sort of imagine the people they want in that role and, and to not have any kind of, you know, gender bias or, you know, racial bias, nothing. I just really wanted it to be like, this is a human experience and it's kind of like they're avatars for the reader. That's true. They they are like avatars (laughs) for the reader. So choose your own adventure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on my show. You're welcome. You can find Michael Ryback at, give all your handles. Give your Instagram, really. Okay. Well, my Instagram is uh, um, at Michael Ryback. It's pretty straightforward. So simple. Yeah. So if you want to follow him, he's an awesome musician and has been forever. Um, thank that's you. where you can find him. Yeah. That's the quickest, easiest way. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, you'll be on again. Obviously, there'll be more chats. <laughs> and you did a good job, so you can stay. <laughs> All right, you guys. You made the cut. You made the cut. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, be good to yourself and be good to others. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Remember, sharing is caring. Make sure to rate the podcast and leave a review. We really rely on this to help get the podcast out there. Also, make sure to watch the video version on YouTube and follow us on Instagram at That Girl the Podcast.